ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode 62 of the Get Around Podcast. We have our favorite geriatric member of uh, the podcast community. My uh, badges are a little loose, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, happy to be on the show this week. Thanks for having me. That's Brendan Queeley, aged 60 years since the Brendan, last episode. Brendan's sounding really old. Howdy, howdy, everybody. It's me, Jake Atnip. Just <laughs> <laughs> checking in while I'm vacation. Ready to do the get around with you boys. Get the people fed. You know, do what we got to do. And Harrison yeah. wins the episode <laughs> already. Throw, he didn't it's, throw, he didn't throw showing out. Oh, it's over. He didn't say showing out. That was excellent. Well, he oh. will later on. It's an hour-long podcast, James. Yeah. You're also not. <laughs> you're also not chewing right now. <laughs> you, you, I can do that though. You, you need to. You need to project a little more into the microphone, however. <sighs> well, now actually, I'm pretty raspy. I need to. But that was uh, that was an outstanding impression by Seven and Four's Harrison BB of our one and only Jake Atnip. We love him so much, and he's gone this That's week. The so we're gonna. We're gonna make so much fun out of him today. <laughs> we got a good crew in the room. We do. Also alongside us, James Cook. Jimmy James Cook. Also, yeah. Also. And also. Uh, I'm your host, Brett Summers. Summers. It's not pronounced that way. It like could be way. in some it's dialects. Like, it's like the season. You what don't else? celebrate summer? No. Going on summer break. What about winter? <laughs> no, not winter. <laughs> <laughs> no. To the Insider South Park reference. But uh, this this is our final episode of 2018. I don't know how many we did this year, but it was a lot of fun. So we're going to take a look back a little bit. Not so much on the podcast end of things. But, well, um, I can tell you, you guys did a really good job on those uh, after darks that you were supposed to do and then never did. I mean, I'm sure that uh, our sponsor, Jimmy John's, two locations in Traverse City, Freaky Fast, Freaky Fresh, Freak Yeah!, they're like, hey, where are those after dark? You know, I'll just I'll just say those after dark uh, ads in the paper. Those were killer. Those were really outstanding. <laughs> Especially after the season was over. I know that when I when I would open my paper Saturday, and I'd be like, oh, there must be a new after dark. I'd hop in, and put my Dre's by Beats on. <laughs> right, that's what you call them, Dre's by Beats. And um, that's what Dre calls them. Yeah. I'd listen to nothing because <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to how to use it. You just listen to the same old one over and over again. Yes, right. think it yeah. was new. Yeah, you kind of sound like my dad actually when I try and convince him into listening to podcasts, and he just refuses to do it. Well, what am I going to listen to, Harrison? What am I possibly going to listen to? I don't know, Dad. There's everything out there. You could pick any topic, and somebody's talking about it for an hour. Or how about or how crime. about the one your son is on? Yeah, From that time. one. Yeah, Dad. Come on, George Beebe. Yeah, if this doesn't hit him. Jeez. He said he went to multiple holiday parties this weekend. He said a lot of people were asking for him to run for mayor. So Asking you to run for mayor? No, him. Oh, him to run for yeah, mayor. Yeah, he's the glad-hander. I'm just yeah. the, uh, you know, ill-forgotten son of the glad Yeah, you're just the shame <laughs> of the Beebe family. <laughs> Although I think that kind of bothers him now when he'll see people and they'll be like, oh, Harrison Beebe's dad. It used to be like, hey, your son's doing well. And now it's like, ah, Harrison Beebe's dad's here. I think that really gets under his skin. That's awesome. I really hope it does. <laughs> Take that, George. Supplementing him. <laughs> Brad, do we have a good show today? We do have a good show. Oh, we're that's gonna, awesome, As man. I was saying before, sure we're gonna do before show? Brendan pulled his uh, patented interruption card, Hello. we're going to uh, run through a little retrospective of 2018. 
our f- initial discussion is going to be football player of the year announcement. We're not going to go over the whole team, but we are going to argue. Or Jalen Rogers, unbelievable! Or, <laughs> I can't believe that he is going to win football player. That's, he's not even in high school, that, and he's not even, he's not even play, He doesn't even play football. That argument certainly is one of the, unreal. One of the best moments of this podcast unreal. this year. Congratulations, Jalen Rogers! You are the 2018 Traverse City Record Eagle Football Player of the Year. Is he coming in for an 80th interview? He's going to be in for his fourth interview. Yes. <laughs> We've got Traverse City St. Francis's Alex Gerling. Nope. We got <laughs> Andrew Boyle. Trick or treat, Alex. <laughs> We've got Traverse City St. Francis's Andrew Gerling dropping by the podcast studio a little later. He, of course, well, I shouldn't say of course because none of you know this because the team hasn't been released yet, but he is our 2018 Boys Tennis Player of the Year. Wow. He also does a really great old man impression, so we're looking forward to So you to guys that. are going to have like an old man impression? Well, we're going to have an old man off. Okay. Yeah. We're going to off some old men. <laughs> but be grumpy. But, uh, you know, helping to keep the, the topic even more relevant is the fact that Andrew was recruited out to the basketball team at St. Francis. He is the he was. This was news the to me starting today. center so. for the Gladiators. So we're going to have a nice conversation with him. And as always, we'll have another rendition of the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. And we're going to have four trifectas. Everybody, I all, really all hope us, it, that's not All of us are, are picking a single category that we're going to pick from, and then we're going we're gonna to have another uh, gift contest online because it went so well the first time. Oh, I thought you said gift. I thought you said gift as well. Mm. I was like, whose I meant presents are we giving away? interface feature. Ah, yes. Well, we, you know, we had a few people jump on the bandwagon. By a few, I mean like three. Yeah. But, uh... Mostly us. Well, I wasn't counting. If you include us, we had, like, seven. A lot. <laughs> More than double <laughs> we the had entries. Like eight, if you count yeah, all it five been eight. of us. It would have been the five of us, plus three of I actually didn't submit any GIFs. I was on here thinking we'd oh. talk about Die Hard 2, if that was a Christmas movie. I haven't... I did su- submit Because it was filmed skipping. here in northern Michigan, parts of it. What was? Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2 was. The end the, scene at, at the, the airport. At the old church? No, not that scene. The airport scene at the very end. It's filmed in Alpena. But if anyone, was, if anyone was wondering from our last episode, episode 61, our trifecta, is Die Hard a Christmas movie, the response has been an overwhelming yes, and you can believe that or don't, but that's what I'm going with. Overwhelming yes that it's a Christmas movie. Why don't you ask Bruce Willis what he thinks? But he's an asshole jail, so we can't do that. Yeah, nobody, and, and, and nobody wants to know what Bruce Willis. And you know what? The guy who made the movie says it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. So, and nobody believes John that Bruce Willis says anyway. So, I don't know. I'd still rather talk to Mr. Takamura with, with Nakatomi. Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> Takamura. <laughs> Get them all on the We're phone. We're just gonna invent names now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like Alex Gerling. <laughs> That's not going to make sense because I'm not going to put that in there. Oh, you should just leave it. You should really just leave one episode just completely uncut except for, like, swears and just give the listeners an idea of what this show really is. Yeah, but is. I didn't recognize like, the right poor now, kid a week after interviewing him when I trick-or-treated at his, at his front porch. What kind so of then to have out? invited him to the podcast and already in the first two minutes I can't get his name right. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It happens. You know, those beats, those those Dre's by beat are squeezing your head too hard. Those yeah, with beat. the hat, you look very stuffed. <laughs> stuffed with what? <laughs> uh, 
congested. Stuffed with Jimmy John's, our sponsor. Freaky fast, freaky fresh, slicing meats and Jimmy John's. Where Let is, the truth be known. Your read wasn't exactly right when I went back and listened and it edited last week. It was enough. But I still want the paper. Gotta get that paper. Josh says he doesn't listen. Get, 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 get that paper. <clears throat> well, that's not it. Nope. I, just, I saw Jimmy John's. It says, like, it's a, yeah, no, that's, that, uh, Alex Gerling left it in here last week. <laughs> hey. What about Aaron Gurley? Friday Night Lights Podcast. Friday Night Lights Podcast on Saturday mornings that never existed. Have you seen the other ads, like the one that was in the sports section today, though? And I'm just like, why not ask the people who produce the show kind of what the ad should say? Because one of its selling points is pulse information. <laughs> like, what? Like we who the f- reads pulse? that and knows what the hell pulse information is? <laughs> pulse information? <laughs> it says pulse, in- pulse, all caps, pulse information and That's other up- segments. Updates on uh, John Pulsifer. That's what those are. Yeah, you've. I'm not even kidding. I'm so, not, are you I'm 95 not, over 120? I'm, I'm, I'm taking taking my pulse, and my current pulse is uh, 79. <laughs> I have a 79 pulse. I'm not even kidding. Oh, did you lose it? I guess it's probably the last f- page. Oh boy. Just make it up. There we go. It wasn't the He's last got page. It. Close to the Looks last. Looks like page. the exact same. We can have like one f bomb in the. Podcast and like still PG-13? have it be PG thirteen, right? Yes, I believe that. I believe that counts. That You've rule? dropped more Un- than a few. I really until think- our editors actually <laughs> hear it, then that rule probably doesn't apply. <laughs> Brett, save yourself some time tonight and just let this one go organically. I mean, cut out the swears, obviously, but I'm serious. I Except think for it'll one. be fun. Yeah, just yeah, let it go. Pick your favorite one. Uh, just let it go. Who cares? This episode of be the, the Get trifecta. Around. We can all say our favorite swear. Brought to you by Ooh, Jimmy John. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one. Well, we got that one. <laughs> I probably can't use one of my favorites that I can't really you ever can say. Can't X-ray. We could just get a new SoundCloud R-rated well, uh, edition. I think in in I think Ryan Reynolds in Blade Trinity had one of my favorites, which was I I think it was. Oh. And I, I love that one. But if you guys want to throw up, when my buddy used to play disc golf, he would, to throw off other disc golfers, he'd say... <laughs> is, that like when, is that like when Brendan yelled... Kind of, yeah, same avenue. <laughs> yeah, do, you know, do you know Eric Quayla? Quayla, Quayla, Quayludes? I don't have any of those left. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, wait, we forgot about Brendan's them. couch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, five minutes of uh, Brendan's couch. What do we got this week? Uh, You're talking about my couch. I, yesterday, Sunday was a very weird day. I got really depressed after leaving, leaving my your house. house. Like, super depressed. Like, Even though like, the Bears won. And then went and saw uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Sorry, I hit the table. Wow, I'm out of practice. And with Harrison Connor and his friend, whose name I'm is she girlfriend? We don't know if they're boyfriend girlfriend. I don't. I think, think they're they just are. friends. And but I got there and I was very happy. It was a really like up and down kind of weird day. Like happy to be over at your place playing with your daughter, uh, who for some reason glommed on to me very quickly. She did. And uh, she wasn't they, sure of James she, at all. <laughs> Well, you beat me there, so, you know. 
No, oh, you were there no, first. You, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But <laughs> you went like, down. You went down wait. the basement and we're getting all the toys out. And yeah. So I, you I, didn't you know. watch the Lions game. You went and watched the Packers Bears game. He thought the I thought the Lions, Lions were on at four. four. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, they played like they were on at four. Exactly. So. I'm not really. After I saw the score and some of the highlights, I'm like, I'm not disappointed that I missed this at all. <laughs> so yeah, just a weird day yesterday, up and down, and, and then went and saw the movie with Harrison Connor and uh, his friend. And uh, was very happy after that, and went home. And so is it? It lives up to the ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, is it falling? Because I've seen the commercials changing. It was a hundred, yeah. then I saw ninety-nine. Yeah, now it's ninety-seven. 97. Probably ninety-six now. It's because people saw the hundred percent rating, and they had to jump on. And unless it's not, Paddington, not Paddington, and Paddington Two are still a hundred percent. Wow. So, the, no interest in seeing. I think Kazam by Shaquille O'Neal is a hundred percent. They're great. <clears throat> I, really? I mean, I don't know if you'd like them. I loved them. I thought Paddington. I wept at the end of Paddington. But what what made you want to see it in the first? That's what I mean. Like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe the movie's good. Oh, that yeah, that doesn't move me. Yeah, well, because I, I was say, like, there are a decent amount of movies. <coughs> I mean, the, <laughs> the didn't Toy Story three get a hundred? And I thought Toy Story three was terrible. What? I yeah, yeah, I didn't really like Toy Story three all that no. much. Okay, but it's no. a Christmas movie. <laughs> it is. No, it's during Christmas. I don't like Toy Story two. Also, or the no, sequel? No, I like 3 just fine. I don't like Toy Story 2. The sequel. Number 2, yeah. Numeral 2, not mm-hmm. 2 as in a synonym for also. Yep, T-W-O. Okay. Do we, we have a show today? Yeah, or I don't, I'm not exactly sure happening? how this is all going to how, how return. This? especially The Get Around Holiday Movie Edition. Yeah. Let's but I'm just going to go with that ad and get, get rolling. This podcast sponsored by Jimmy John's. Two locations in Traverse City. I still can't do that one. I am counting on you to leave <laughs> this as is. I want to listen to this as is. I don't want a bunch of jump cuts here and there. Two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich today with the Jimmy John's app. Guaranteed there'll be ten people there to take your order. Or more. So, Brett? Yeah, I'm the odd man out, I think, at the table right now if we're going to... Check the heartbeat of the sports world and get into the pulse. Hey, let's do it. Let's I mean, that it. pulse was two months 79. old. Seventy nine. It's it's <laughs> my pulse information right now is seventy nine. Mine was at one seventy six on the stairmaster today, and oh. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> and I was only on it for six minutes. You're using the stairmaster. Yeah. Okay. What are we What are we talking about? I don't even know. Well, I'm totally on. We're gonna for this We're going to unveil the 2018. Football Player of the Year ahead of Sunday's print release. Unfortunately, we did not have a chance to do specific all-region specials uh, this year like you killed yourself to make happen last year. Yeah, because you're bad at your job and not a good host. I mean, Maybe. Or maybe i just not willing to work so many hours. That's probably a good point. You know, you have a life, like a wife and a daughter and a son, and I had nothing at the time, so... You have two dogs. You did call the podcast your baby. I did. I birthed it from my glowing loins. I, f- I feel like the odd man out in this conversation, because even though Harrison didn't get a vote, or Brendan get a vote, nope. <laughs> I think Jake, James, and the two of you were all in agreement as to the player of the year, and I'm not even close to it in agreement. Right. So, so this is a twelve angry men situation. Yep, <laughs> another where, one where you are. The Although one I'm gonna try to make a slightly bit better argument than Jake did as to 
why Die Hard's not a Christmas movie last week because I'm not sure he argued anything. I don't think he's he just seen the made movie. noise. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he's actually seen Die Hard. Did anybody else get that feeling while he was tweeting? It's possible. I don't think he's seen it. And if he has, he's never seen it all the way through from beginning to end. And he's, he definitely has not seen the And movie. probably not in about 15 years. He's like, yeah, I saw Die Hard, the, the car battery, when I was <laughs> walking around Sears. That's, that's the Die Hard he's talking about. He's like, how is that a Christmas movie? Makes my car run. His roommate's car did need a new battery last week. So Did he get a Die Hard? I hope so. All right, so who are our final two candidates for Player of the Year, Brett? Yeah, the two candidates pretty much came down to Traverse City Central quarterback Tobin Schwanke and Traverse City St. Francis quarterback Danny Passanel. Slash running back. Okay. but That's yeah. what he got, yeah. That's what he got all state for, didn't he? Yeah. So. Slash punt return. <clears throat> so before I go uh, on my... Well, you go first. Well, I'll just say congratulations sincerely... Danny Passanel for being the 2018 Record Eagle Football Player of the Year. He had an outstanding season, as did the Gladiators, reaching the state semifinals. And uh, he certainly was the catalyst for that team that was undefeated until that point with a number of impressive victories over the course of the season. And I think this was a win-win and a lose-lose scenario for us because no matter what, we were going to get a great Player of the Year, but somebody was not going to win it. That's mm-hmm. also a great, great player. So it was kind of a little bit of both. That does pretty much happen all of the time, though, right? There can only be one Highlander. Well, yeah, yes, but, but, but there's and sometimes not, there's it's not always clear cut. Second, there's not, yeah, yeah, there's not always that runner up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you know, for tennis, I mean, it's pretty clear cut that it was Andrew Gurley. Right, Correct. last year's boys basketball, clear. Cole Blund and sure. soccer. Is this a bad year. time to admit I didn't think Annika D deserved player of the year in golf? Probably. Yeah. Who? Maybe. Is that a, you're, Who okay, yeah, did was, you believe deserved it? I was just messing with you. Ah. I hope so. I was just <laughs> like, please take the floor, Harrison. I really thought Danny Passano should have won in golf. Have you played golf with that guy? No, or, but he's probably pretty good. The girls? Because I, he's good at everything. Are you going to pick Jalen Rogers? I wanted to. Actually, his older brother's a really good golfer. Okay. And he looks like, who does he look like? Uh, the guy from Burn Notice. Burn Notice. Yeah, the main guy from Burn Notice. James, since it was your team. I mean, both of them had just stellar stats. I mean, and, you know, Schwanicke's really jump off the page. You know, Passano just did everything. You know, and I, and I mean everything. I mean, you know, he, he plays quarterback, he plays running back, he would split out at wide receiver. Uh, on defense, he played safety. And he played he's also... A return man? He's a return man for punts and kicks and also the holder. So he essentially did, never left the field except on, I believe, kickoffs. He was not like a gunner on kickoffs. And that's about the only plays that he didn't play when he was, when he was healthy and they weren't trying to save him later in the season after he hurt his... Uh, ribs? Yeah, hurt his ribs, ribs. yeah. Yeah, because I mean, he, he was wearing a flak jacket for the last ribs. two weeks of the regular season and then all the way through the playoffs. However, I just can't, I can't get behind the selection... But there's a three-person vote, and I was the uh, one not in agreement, so I lose. But I thought that Traverse City Central's Tobin Schwanke, uh was far and away the choice. Uh, I didn't actually think this should have been that close of a, of a decision, uh, let alone not in my favor or Tobin's favor. But 
But I, I thought the decision uh, should have gone Tobin Schwanke's way just simply by the fact that not only did his numbers jump off the page, but complementary to that was the fact that, like Passanel, he did everything, uh, maybe in a different manner. You know, he wasn't playing multiple positions uh, for Central, but he was Central's entire offense, and it was an explosive offense. Uh, if I remember the math that I did, Passanel only had 54% of the total offense that Schwanke had. Uh, he only had 73% of the total touchdowns that Schwanke had. So just gross numbers were so absurdly uh, separate and uh, that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't look past that. And then just based on you know people that I talked to, uh, for one, Traverse City West defensive coordinator Jason Morrow. I, I talked to him uh, after they played Central, and I mean he pretty much came out came right out and said that Tobin is the best player that he's seen in a decade. And then I got almost the same description from the Escanaba coach when Escanaba did come to Traverse City and beat Central. Uh, but I mean even in the losses, maybe the loss to West in the regular season withstanding. Even the losses, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot more Schwanke could have done as far as the numbers. I mean, the playoff loss, he had like 400 and some yards and six touchdowns, and they lost. So, Well, that's uh, why he's Offensive Player of the Year. <clears throat> but And that game was a shootout. That other team was scoring just as much. But I don't understand what that has to do with the Player of the Year argument. Well, I just think that... <clears throat> I had Defense a chance is clearly not going to be the calling card that day, is my I, point. I, I had a chance to see both. You've had a chance to see both mm-hmm. this season. Uh, I, I've said it before on this podcast. I think at least, I know I've said it in the office. I've said it out in, in, in public. But uh, Passano has some of the, the best vision I've seen on the field for a high school football player. Second probably only to a kid that I covered back in Rantoul. Anakai Lawson, who basically was through the first seven weeks of the that football season was like Devin Hester, the way that he could just return the football. Uh, Passano is the same way. He's just he sees an opening before the opening is even there, and he's just very smart. I brought this up before. Um, the one play, as simple as it was, and maybe innocuous, and it wasn't sexy or anything like that, but. They were playing in pretty bad conditions. It was either raining or, or freezing rain, or maybe it had been snowing at that point. But it was um, it was uh, the punt to St. Francis, and Passano out of nowhere just comes kind of sliding in, and he, he went into a slide before he actually caught the ball, but he slid to the point where the ball came down and then hunkered, hunkered over it and, and brought that in. And I know it seems silly to be like, that play right there was what, made him player of the year, but that's what convinced me was something as simple as that because it was a really smart play, extremely athletic given the conditions, and I don't want to take anything away from Schwanke. The only game that I saw him play was against West, and that certainly was not his best game, um, but I, despite that, I, I still think that... Which, that to be fair, West had the best defense of probably any team within... 75 100 miles a year. Hey, but the player but the you know, players of the year should be better than whatever defense they're playing. 
if you want to be a player of the year, you should, no matter what, you should be able to, to get through a defense. And Passano showed that he was able to do that. Maybe, against, against maybe, team but, like but Central's competition from start to finish of the season was far more difficult than St. Francis's. You play who you're scheduled. Exactly. Yeah, you can't control that. Well, I understand. And you can, I but mean, it's you not can, like you can only control his effort and the outcome. And his effort and outcome, uh, in my opinion, but the, overall, that's maybe fine if the numbers stack up, but they don't. I mean, Schwanke had three thousand yards of offense. Passano had fifteen hundred. Schwanke had fifteen hundred of each. Passano hardly even throws the ball. Well, let's just talk about <clears throat> the intangibles that you and I had this same discussion when we were going over. Uh, Cade Peterson and Jalen Rogers last year. I was all talking about the numbers, and I also talked about his leadership as well. But you were you were, you wanted to tell me about the intangibles of Cade Peterson and everything that he mm-hmm. did on the floor and, and off the floor, and you weren't convinced that Jalen Rogers was that guy. Correct. However, this case are, to me but here no, you are you're preaching numbers. In this here. case, this is you're different pre- because, because you're on that oh, side. No, no, just hold on. Because on in the basketball <laughs> argument. Jalen Rodgers only averaged four more points a Five. game. That does not equate to 1,500 yards and double-digit touchdowns. Are you touchdowns. sure? Are you sure five points a game over a span of, what, 25, 30 games? Yes. <clears throat> yes what? That doesn't, no, that does not All equate. Right, well, I'm going to chime in and say the basketball argument is relevant because that's six months ago and an entirely different sport. So if you guys want to reference well, stuff. Well, no, it was, it was, I, it was okay. fair because he's saying that I'm – I'm basically, uh, but it doesn't hold water to what we're discussing at no, this. No, moment. but he's saying my argument in this sense, in the football sense, was doesn't, the same argument doesn't that work I was using. because it, right because it was the argument that I argued against last winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I don't think that's even close to the same. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's as big of a gap in the numbers. I mean, yardage, yes, but I mean, and a big chunk of that is that Passano sat a lot. I can't give him credit for that. I cannot assume that he's going to have fifteen hundred y- more yards if he. We did that. I'm for not. Griffin I'm not. Kelly I'm not year. saying. We did that I'm not for saying Kelly that he's, last year. That he's going yeah, but Kelly but, still had the numbers, even though he sat. Passano doesn't have the numbers, in but, my opinion. But you also can't punish him for that. <clears throat> and the touchdowns. Well, I wouldn't. He's still a dream and teamer. Schwanke, obviously, Schwanke's touchdowns are thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Passano's, I think, are twenty-eight, in far less touches. Mm-hmm. When you when you had the returns, I counted the returns. I think it was twenty-eight, maybe twenty-seven. So it's I not that. It was like it's, not that it's not that I'm big of a difference. Glad we got the numbers. <laughs> it's it's not that big of Are a these difference in playoffs? Um, yeah, but he didn't score a whole lot in the playoffs because they were using him. He didn't play the one game minimally to try to keep his ribs. Well, I, and I think from my end, obviously, I don't get a vote, but uh, a big way a lot of people are going to judge it is not by stats, but by who makes a bigger, kind of like Brendan was discussing earlier, who makes a bigger impression in certain games, and with the eye test, which is. The way a lot of people just go about determining their best players, you can't help but notice all the little things Danny Passano did to make that team better and to be dynamic on the field, unlike any other player up here. And I think whether you want to judge that as a fair way to give him the award, that definitely stood out to people more than Schwanke's play. Yeah, and I'm not taking anything away from Schwanke. I mean, no, Tobin, we're not. Tobin is a great athlete, a mm-hmm. great football player, a great. Basketball hey, I still player. think he's in the running for athlete of the year, as I predict in the summer. I, I very well. He very well could be. I mean, one of the things that convinced me on, on Passano was the new Lothrop game. I mean, they were playing a team that was undefeated, uh, you know, two, two eight no teams. Lothrop would go on to win the Division Seven state championship, and he made their defense look stupid. Well, what stood out to me was the semifinal game when they were playing, uh, what, Montague? Yeah, Montague. 
Uh, there was that fourth quarter drive. We hyped it up on this show a month ago, how it, it came down. They were down, uh, what, six? They were yeah, down they a touchdown. Was, they were within so a score. they needed a score. He got the carry every single time, constantly the outside, constantly getting first downs. Montague calls a timeout. I don't know what was discussed in that timeout, but from there they were able to stop everything St. Francis was doing and close out the game. But they were going to let that game live in Danny Passano's hands and before a quick adjustment in that timeout, he he was most assuredly going to score and get across the end zone and make that game at least an overtime. And I'll say that's what Central does with Schwanicky. The Schwanicky, or uh, sorry, Central lives and dies by what Schwanicky does, and they did all season. Uh, he is an incredible athlete, extremely talented. The numbers are there to back it up, and that is why he is the Offensive Player of the Year. No doubt about that. I just don't think that he is the player of the year. I think when you take into account everything that Danny did this season, including leading them to a deep run in the playoffs, just like Kate Peterson did last year, right? That gives him the edge. The one argument there, and Harrison actually brought it to my attention. Um, was that in the Leland car ride? It, it was. Uh, <laughs> we may have debated this an hour already. Is It would have maybe been a little bit more uh, questionable had it not happened. Uh, but what St. Francis was able to do against Calumet without passing out playing at all just showed how great that team was as a whole, and I think they would have went undefeated without Danny Passanel. So you're saying Danny is like Kawhi Leonard? When, I don't know when what that means. Robert Ori. No, when, Kawhi, when Kawhi's <laughs> been sitting for uh, the Raptors this year, the Raptors have been playing great. Even with Kawhi in there. Oh, he's... No. They're still playing great. I mean, I haven't debated the fact that Danny's a great player. I just, I think the job that Chwanaki did was better and that he is a better football player as well. I think for Calumet, supposed to be one of the best teams in the Division Six field. They didn't really show it in a second-round game where that was supposed to be one of the most intriguing matchups all weekend, and they got blown out. So, sure, you could say that St. Francis has a team did very well without passing over at the same time Calumet did not put across a performance that anybody was expecting them to in that crucial game. Yeah, there was a lot of hype with Calumet coming into that game and we were and, thinking that was and, gonna all of us yeah. were thinking that was gonna be the toughest they game. St. Francis the was just way bigger and just pushed them around. Which is funny seeing St. Francis play Montague later. Yeah. <laughs> the epitome the, of bigger. The opposite opposite way. Um, it it would be I would also like to mention that our defensive player of the year is Odin Sopardini from Traverse City West. That wasn't um, much of a discussion. No, that was that was <laughs> a fairly unanimous vote. So, uh, so, so Owen's got that going for him. I mean, he had 140 tackles this year. I think 102 of those were solo. Yeah, that's Han Solo. Great movie. Better than Harrison gives it credit for. Certainly, mm-hmm. I've seen Odin play enough that I, you know, that's not just numbers there. I mean, he's a pretty incredible linebacker for the last couple of years for West. So. He's uh, certainly deserving of that award. Yeah. He just won't get as much airtime because there was no fight about it. <laughs> True. If you were but to that's watch, a good thing. If you were to watch many West games this year, you would probably hear him announce oh, the name Safardini enough that you probably thought Orton and Thor were both still playing and making tackles. <laughs> and they were both on your all-name fantasy draft team, right? Well, that, well, Thor wasn't because he's not a current player. Oh, you drafted. So we, so yeah, I drafted. We had Odin was on. I drafted game. Evan Rohrbeck. He's not a current player. Yeah. Well, I lost the vote, but there certainly was no doubt that Tobin Schwanicky and Danny Passanow were the two most outstanding players in the area. So congratulations to St. Francis 
Danny Passanel for being the Record Eagles 2018 Football Player of the Year. Our wonderful Audible viewers can catch the 2018 All-Region Team, the complete team, first, second, and honorable mention teams, in Sunday, December... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, December 23rd's print edition of the Record Eagle. And the day before that, Saturday, uh, we'll also release the 2018 Boys Tennis All-Region Team. Those are our final two teams uh, to be released. And with that, I would like to welcome in our... What a segue. Perfect. Thanks for interrupting it. I was I was challenging you. you dap, my man. It was a it was perfect. With that, let's listen to our interview with Traverse City St. Francis, Andrew Gerling, who was our 2018 Boys Tennis Player of the Year. He's also the starting center of the Gladiators basketball team. So listen up. I'd like to welcome in Traverse City St. Francis' Andrew Gerling. As I mentioned previously in the podcast, he's our 2018 Boys Tennis Player of the Year. He's also the center on the Gladiators basketball team, which just had their first game last night. Mm -hmm. And he definitely just got into the studio. He has not been here for the last (laughs) 40 minutes. Wasn't really 40 minutes, Having to to listen to us record the second half of the show. It probably sounded like it to him. It felt like it. Felt like forty minutes. Close to that. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. All right, so let's let's go back to the fall season first before we jump into basketball because our 2018 boys tennis all region team is going to be revealed in Saturday's edition. That would be December 22nd, and you were named our player of the year. So congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. What. I mean, what went into the stellar season that you and your teammates had as a whole, finishing as the uh, runner-up in Division Four? You know, I was just really happy this year to walk away with a trophy. A little, uh, little better than getting third for the fifth straight year. <laughs> that didn't bother you at all, did it? A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, you kind of, or at least in the the little bit I've been uh, able to be around the team and talk to you, you wear your emotions on your sleeve a little bit. You're pretty straightforward with what you've got to say. I mean, would this year have been a disappointment if you didn't bring a trophy home? To be honest, yes, just because our competition got a little bit weaker after the offseason. University of Liggett, who won it last year, lost nine or ten seniors. So I think we would have felt a little bit disappointed as a team had we still fallen at third. Now, I will reveal one other dream teamer from from the team because it's it's your brother, uh, I believe. I didn't fi- I didn't finalize the team yet. I should probably. If he's really not, check that's ridiculous. That. There you go. Yeah. Hey, there you go. All right, we'll roll with that. He's at West. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were not always at St. Francis. I was not. How do, how does that come to be that uh, two brothers you know don't wind up and it, you guys aren't the only example. There's quite a few sets of siblings that go to different schools in Traverse City. What how do, how does that decision come to be and has has your personal rivalry with your brother grown because of that situation? Uh, touching on the rivalry thing, not particularly, just because I don't think my brother's beaten me. And <laughs> so it's not much of a rivalry. Yeah. He knows that too, but he's still an excellent player. He's a literal little brother. Well. I mean, well, in the Michigan-Michigan State sense of the little yeah, brother rivalry. Yeah. For little brother, he's still 6'4", probably getting close to 200 pounds, so <laughs> big kid. 
But yeah, so how how does that come to be? How do you how do you guys end up at different schools and Well, initially we were both planning on going to Traverse City Central. We both went to East Middle School. But my freshman year, there was the coaching switch over from Larry Nightkirk to Shane Dillaway. And uh, Shane was more familiar with the kids that played out at the Grand Traverse Resort where I had played with James and Joseph Van Dynes at the YMCA. And so he wasn't too fond of me. He was a lot more fond of the kids who participated in the resort program. And we just butt heads a little bit, and I decided it wouldn't be the greatest place for me to stay for four years. And I transferred over to St. Francis. I did go over to West and talk with them a little bit as well. But we're neighbors with the Bendrowski family, of course, Paul Bendrowski being the coach. Which and I found out on Halloween. You guys are real close to one another. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, I'd been friends with Elliot for a number of years just because we had been playing together since we were little because he played with Van Dyne's boys as well. Paul so. seems like a character. Oh, he is. Paul seems, I mean, I've talked to him several times. Uh, I went out uh, a couple years ago and spent some time with the St. Uh, Francis tennis team, and he is a very forthright... Boisterous, triple-A yeah, character. pretty much. What's it like learning under him? What's... Uh, what would you say are maybe some of the strangest or, or most fun parts about uh, learning under him? You know, he makes every single kid on our team feel special. It doesn't matter where you play. He may, even makes the JV kids feel special, even though he's not around them. And even though he's not, of course he knows his tennis knowledge, but to the point where Elliot and I, his son and I are at, it's not like he can teach us anything, but he can give us the little tips to help us overcome challenges. Now, do you still do that uh, when I was out there? It's tough to explain exactly what was going on, but I remember that one player, this was during a practice, one player was forced to kind of um, lay down <laughs> ass towards the net. Oh, yeah, what's up? Yeah, okay, so go ahead and explain why that, what that is and why it happens. I mean, that's not in our practices. I don't want want everyone to think that's part of our practices. <laughs> Just a little little game we play. So one of the one of your teammates will kind of butts up towards the net, and well, then other players will you, you hit play a tennis at, ball as hard as they can at that person. Yes, but to get to that point, you play two people on each side, and you just have to keep it within the service boxes. So half court, you know, well not including the back half of the court. And if you miss, you get a point. And if you get up to three, then you go to the other side, and we all get to pelt you. Have you ever been pelted? I have. How did that feel? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't get Paul in trouble for that. No. How, ma- how many how many shots do they get to take? One per person. Okay. So the, the three guys get to go over and see if they can clobber him. What's the worst that's ever happened in that situation? Has someone like really um, like gotten a, a nice welt? Or any crying? Well. <laughs> A couple of years ago, my teammate Nathan Zudini, who now plays at Michigan Tech, I hit one that, so he was butts down on the other side, but it bounced before it hit him, and it kind of got him on the underside. Oh, boy. So oh, boy. That doesn't feel great. Yikes. My toes just curled just thinking about that. <laughs> wow. Okay. So needless to say, though, uh, you know, you guys are able to keep things pretty light and, and fun and mm-hmm. Competitive too, I would imagine. Oh, you, you don't want you don't want to be that guy. I, I wouldn't no. want to be butts up. No. How much has it helped you, just as a from a player, to have, I mean, what may be the best number two singles player in the state, on your on your team? I mean, somebody that you've had to fend off for for three years now to to maintain the number one singles spot there. 
I mean, it's fantastic to have someone else on your team that can help carry the burden. No one really understands how much the top of the lineup means to every other position. And it's just, it's great to know that we have a big one-two punch up front that can help lead the rest of our team to victories. All right, so congrats again on being named our Player of the Year in Boys Tennis this year. Let's switch over to basketball. Now, this is your this is your first year playing varsity basketball? Or? First year playing varsity. I played freshman and JV, but Okay. I did not play last year. Okay, so just one year off for you last year. Uh, but you're back. You're the starting center for the Gladiators. Uh, not yet, but we'll oh, get there. Not, okay. So, well, so who are you Who are you battling for that spot? Uh, I actually play power forward, so I play four position. Okay. Um, I'm a little skinny to play center. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we've got 12 guys that can all play and probably five or six guys that can play each position. So it's not one particular guy sure. I'm battling. But okay. All right. doesn't make you throw basketballs at each other, does he? No, but <laughs> That's we, good. we want to sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been moments in practice where it gets uh, pretty heated? What, what uh, kind of spurs that? Well, uh, you know, our coaches teach us that – they simply don't call fouls in practice because they want us to get used to a lot of contact under the basket so we can go up and finish. And sometimes that gets a little chippy with guys taking it a little too far, but it's all in good fun. It's not like anyone's particularly mad at each other. Well, that's good. So what convinced you to come back after a year off? Was it just a case you wanted to, to you know, get that senior year in, or, or why would you come back? Uh, I love playing basketball. Uh, it's been a passion of mine since I've been younger. Um, I played a little bit of Y-League over the summer, a lot of open gym stuff, and I developed a little bit. And uh, when Finnegan had contacted me a couple times asking me if I'd come back, I kind of thought, why why not, if he thought that I could have a good role in the team. Uh, St. Francis and the recruiting. No. No. It's, it's inside. It's inside <laughs> the school, so it's not recruiting. But but you guys, so you guys just played uh, your first game last night, this episode being recorded on <coughs> Monday. Uh, a late start compared to most boys' teams. Be- I think every team in the state played a game before us. Yeah, because, uh, well, similar or dissimilar from last year, uh, Coach didn't want the same thing to happen. Obviously, football team makes a deep run, mm-hmm. basketball starts, and guys aren't quite acclimated yet, haven't had a yeah. whole lot of time running the offense. So he decided to push the schedule back. Uh, you guys ended up dropping that game by two, I think. Yes. Uh, but... I mean, what'd you, what'd you learn in that first game about where this St. Francis team can get to during the season? You know, we saw some really good things last night. We didn't play particularly well as a group. Our defense was a little bit off. And, I mean, we shot three from 22 from three-point line. So <laughs> I'm sure. Good. But I think it was and, and three we, for four in the second half, right? Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. We, it was rough go shooting, but... I mean, we're a group of kids that can put the ball in the basket from the outside, and I think once we you know, drive to the middle a little bit more, those outside passing lanes become available, and guys will be able to either you know, kick it out and take it to the rim or kick it out and the open three will be there instead of taking close contested ones. St. Francis has a, a, a tradition of winning. Yes. Do you see this team continuing that tradition? Uh, is the Lake Michigan Conference yours this year? I know it's early in the season, but are you confident that you can bring home another conference title? Oh, I'm very confident in that. Our, you know, we've got a lot of good seniors this year, guys that have played throughout the years, developed, gotten up, and I, you know, I just think it's our time to win it again. Who's the most competitive player on your team, you think, outside of you? We'll say 
I, take yourself I out of the run. I am very competitive. Um, but Who, who's the one to get the most chippy while being competitive? <sighs> to get the most chippy? Yeah. Keaton Peck's definitely up there. <laughs> but the the football duo of Passanaw and Dutmers are get chippy too. All right, all right, all right. So, any hard fouls in practice? I mean, is, does, oh, yeah. it, does it get that? Yeah? Yeah, but I mean... Nobody's getting a layup? No. <laughs> <laughs> if they're getting a layup, it's a tough one. All right. Mm-hmm. And you playing, you said you play the four. You're like, what, six three, six four? I'm 6'5". Six 6'5"? Five. Six five? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Short-changing the guy, James. He's also well, the one who I'm, gave me the starting I'm, center information. I'm short. So, you know. <laughs> I'm short, so, I, you know. I I'm just, not quite I just look up and say, yeah, yeah, tall. I was interviewing a six ten guy the other day, and how did that feel? Did you, did you have to fully extend your arm to get the microphone up there? Pretty much. After like a minute or two, <laughs> I was just like, "All right, well, I'm done." I was talking to a drunk dude in the St. Francis parking lot the other day, and he shakes my hand and looks up and just goes, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> Why were you talking to a drunk dude in the? I, that's a very good question, <laughs> and one he is not willing to answer right now. <laughs> But one of the important things that I heard is the reason, one of the reasons why they wanted you back is because they wanted, obviously, some height. Mm-hmm. But they also wanted somebody who would fit into the press as well and be yes. able to move. And obviously in tennis you have the ability to move because you yeah, can't a lot, be a plotter out there. Yeah. Uh, so how much, how much does that help the team in, in the ability of having a, a 6'5 guy who can get out there and, and be involved in the press? Well, it's a little too early to see yet. <laughs> We've only played one game. So, I mean, it's... We've got a couple really big kids, but we've also got some tall guys like me that are, you know, able to move laterally very quickly, and I think we'll be able to shut down a lot of teams with that press. How familiar are you with, you know, your opponents, particularly in the conference, and is there anybody that you like to go up and battle against, uh, you know, during a game? I love watching film. I can't say that there's anybody in particular that I love going up against, but... I mean, I played ten- tennis against Xander Okerlund in past years, and, you know, he's a fantastic basketball player. So I, I like that Glenn Lake matchup. You know off the top of your head when you guys play that game? Uh, not until postseason. Oh, re- no regular season matchup with Glenn Lake this year? So. <coughs> wow, that is disappointing. But is that, I mean, is that the opening district draw? Uh, or are you just no, think it, you might have to play I, at some point? I, I know the know, draws are probably the done. Goes, and we don't know how that will go. But it's always Glen Lakes on one side and we're on the other side. Okay. Yeah, how, well, let's go back to tennis just for a quick second because uh, he did not play tennis this year. Yep. He had been. How good of a tennis player was Xander Okerlund? Because obviously everybody knows him for what he can do on the basketball floor. Well, he's an incredible athlete, and, you know, it's similar to Brendan Schnard on my, you know, basketball and tennis team. If you're just an incredible athlete, very coordinated, you can make it work doing any sport you want to. Where are you going to college, are you? I am going to college, That's yes. good. <laughs> uh, I'm planning for the moment to play for Grand Valley. Okay. Tennis, not basketball? Yes, tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Figure, just wanted to check. How does it feel to, to know that you're good enough to continue your athletic career at the next level, or hopefully? Oh, it's very humbling. I mean, I've, I've talked with a lot of coaches, you know, a lot of small schools, a lot of really big schools. And it's just great to see that people have interest in me, and I'm excited to continue on the next level. Something I'm not sure that we've asked any of our guests on the podcast before, but, I mean, how, how stressful is that recruiting process as a high school kid? Because I've heard, you know, from 
some just in, you know doing commitment stories and whatnot. Some think it is pretty stressful. Some think not so much. Do you? I I'm not in that category. I'm never really a person to get that like nervous and worked up over anything. So I've just kind of been you know going where the wind takes me, seeing what my options are. I you know, I want to go to a bigger school, but at the same time be able to play. And I think Grand Valley fits both of those things for me. So I'm hoping that that goes through and works out, and then I'll be able to sign here later in the year. Awesome. Freaky Fast Five? <coughs> oh, yeah. Do you, yeah. Did you I don't. I don't have any. I, I can, I, I'm sure I could probably think of some uh, Freaky Fast Five. They would do this. Usually Jake Atnip does this. He's just got to go around. But he's not here. Oh, we can just, yeah, we can we do just, that as well. Um, but, yeah, we usually ask five rapid-fire questions and take zero time to think about it. First answer that comes to your head. Or take as much time as you need. It doesn't really matter. Let's hope uh, I don't say something bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's up to me. I usually do that. Uh, all right, so uh, first question, what is the song that's stuck in your head right now? Rex Orange Country. I'm not familiar with yeah, that one. I was one. just going to say, what is that? I'll, I'll look it up. Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think about who it's by. What, what's the genre? Uh, R&B. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, what's your favorite uh, Xbox One game, then? Oof. I like Battlefield a lot. Battlefield 1 is pretty good. Okay, so I'm going to play off that one a little bit. Average number of hours a week you spend playing video games. Oh, like less than one. I okay. I go on it, I sit on it for 20 minutes, and then my head hurts and I have to go away. So can you, this won't count as part of the five, just another follow-up. Can you stay pretty competitive on there, only playing that little bit? Or do you kind of get... I play with friends. I, okay. I, I, I'm... Better at video games than you'd think for not playing very much, but... Okay. All right. All right, back to butts up. You have <laughs> one person that you can hit a tennis ball at as hard as you can. Who is that one person? On the team this year? No, anybody at all. Oh, anybody In, at all. It, alive or dead, famous, not famous, anybody at all. Shame even if way. Even if it's... <laughs> <laughs> Probably not good to put on there, but that's the first thing that comes to my head. Are we good with that then? Or do you want to throw out another one? <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't think that's appropriate, then I don't know. Well, we're, we're not the ones that anybody's going to call about it, but uh. Well, they may, but they might. <laughs> All right, throw us one more. Yeah, let me, let me just think of another one in case that, that doesn't go over too well. Uh, yeah, we're not trying to get anybody in trouble here. We're just not trying to have a good time. <laughs> uh, Cody Richards, freshman on my tennis team. All right, there you go. Annoying kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, surprise, we have Cody in the wings. He's coming in right now. Jerry Springer this. All right, we got, what, one, one more, more question? One more. <laughs> oh, this is one I've kind of asked before. What, aside from butts up, what's the worst uh, thing during practice, tennis or basketball, that you have to do? Drill or whatever. During tennis, there's not really a whole lot of super hard drills, except for uh, when Coach Andy Caldwell runs practice towards the end. We do, like, target hitting with serves. And you have to get it within this certain space or we all run. And, you know, when you have 12 guys or more at practice and half of them miss it, that's a lot of running for a lot of time. 
Well, that'll do it. That wraps up the Freaky Fast Five. Is that what we're calling That's it That's what again? we're calling it now. Sponsored yeah, by Jimmy uh, John's. was the wheelhouse. It is now the Freaky Fast Five. And uh, that also wraps up our interview with Traverse City St. Francis's Andrew Gerling, our 2018 Boys Tennis Player of the Year and Power Forward of the St. Francis Gladiators. Thanks for Absolute coming in. Absolute pleasure having you in here, buddy. Thanks for having me. Big thank you to Traverse City St. Francis's Andrew Gerling for dropping by the Get Around Podcast. He's definitely studio. not still in the studio, thank or literally just yeah, he arrived. Can't even hear us. Yeah, it's crazy. Good job, Andrew. But at least you didn't say Alex this time. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Is your middle name Alex? Oh, his brother's name is yeah. Alex. <laughs> Probably because I typed it last. But night. he's not here, so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, we don't care about Alex. We only care about Andrew. Who is currently not in the studio? I just learned you play basketball today. I didn't know that. <laughs> Stick around for the interview. You'll I find will. Out about it. <laughs> what is this? What is this show brought to us by? Who's bringing this show to us? That interview brought to you by Jimmy John's. Two locations in Traverse City. Jimmy John's spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make you a thirty-second sandwich. Freaky fresh. Freaky fast. Uh, freaky fresh. Freaky fast. Freak yeah. Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. I'm going to Slab Town after this. <laughs> Let's see if I can get them to sponsor us. Freaky slabs. So we wanted to do a little bit of a retrospective on 2018. Favorite moments, favorite athletes of the year, that sort of thing. F- favorite moments. So who's gonna pop the champagne, me uh, or you? Ooh, I don't know. We should we should have put the plastic up in here. Could have, yeah. Made it like we clinched that a playoff awesome. spot for the tenth time. In right, I could have used uh, Harper's goggles that she was showing off yesterday. There you go. Yep. We, sh- we totally should have done that and just celebrated nothing in particular but just to do it. Right. I mean, the company would pay us back for like 12 bottles of very expensive champagne, right? Cristal. Is that what, that's what the rapper would totally endorse us drinking on the job. Well, they don't have to know we were drinking. We'll just say we were spraying it all over the yeah, place. We <laughs> yeah, we weren't drinking it. We were wasting it. <laughs> we did not consume we any alcohol. We ruined all the vintage album covers we have in here. But I'm going to throw it to Brendan first, since he was only here for part of the year. Oh, boy. Curious to see who his favorite athlete of 2018 was. Well, that one's easy. Is it? Everyone knows my favorite athletes. We talked about this already. My well, we my, did my, when you my round here. table. Yeah. Yes, you guys shit on me while I wasn't here for some reason. I don't know why I was suddenly I'm listening to the podcast. because Artie Dutmers was your man crush that week. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. Artie Dutmers made... And I said, possibly a game-saving tackle. In the third I, quarter. And it turned out to be a huge play, did it not? It wasn't the game, though. It was possibly game-saving. It was a big moment. Hyperbole. Big. Okay. We're in sports. That is hyperbole. So, I mean, Koblund, obviously. Jalen Rogers, obviously. Joey. Margo Woofter, obviously. Although she, well, no, she was 2018. So, I'll, I'll go with... With those three right there. Harrison? Uh, it's a toss-up, honestly, between Annika D and Elise Stuck. Um, but I'm going to take, you know, I'm, I'm sure I've probably referenced Annika D for past years for favorite athlete to watch. So I'm going to go Elise Stuck this year going over 2,000 for her sophomore year. And just the way she just commands the floor. We, we've been hyping her up a lot. We're going to have a lot more time to hype her up in the future. But I'll, I'll say Elise Stuck was just a ton of fun to watch her grow her second year in basketball. Yeah, all those ones are good. I mean... It was fun watching Annika play against Ansi, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think she could be in there. Um, Mackenzie Wilkinson, 
was uh, you know in multiple, multiple sports was you know always a great player to watch too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I mean Brendan certainly put uh, one of my favorites up there, and Margot Woofter. She was definitely somebody that I wanted to watch play any chance I could. Um, well, she was very honest and forthright. You know, when we had her in in the studio a couple of times, uh, a great interview, hell of a competitor. Like that's the kind of competitor you want on your team. So yeah, she's. Uh, I think I saw her dad tweet out something this weekend. She's leading the conference division she's in, two. in the two. country. All of division two. All of division two. That was what I saw. In three point percentage, she's shooting fifty four and a half percent as a freshman. So yeah, pretty good stuff. She's also been ejected once. I think I saw in the DQ stat that there was a one. That's there. Brendan's favorite. It could stat. just be so that she I was fouled my out favorite maybe, stat though. Too. Oh, it is. That is possible. It is. Yeah. Another one of mine, Austin Harris. Buckley. Oh, of oh, course. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe he didn't. He wasn't on your list. There. Lo- I feel so bad now because well, you know, only pick, we limited <laughs> him to one Buckley player. Me, me and Austin are are our boys. I didn't pick any Buckley players. Though. No, he didn't. Un- unreal. He I listed he four players, Joey. and yeah. no, he never he said Joey Weber either. Joey Weber either, man. Oh God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> John Vermilia is going to be so angry. So is uh, getting old, so man. Darcy. So yeah, Darcy's. <laughs> she's very upset with me right now. I Cindy. Can, I can, Cindy Kinsmiller, she hates hate, me already. Hate DM is she, she's, you know, <laughs> she's like, why are you at a board meeting? Why are you in the... Because there wasn't a board meeting tonight. There was supposed to be, but it got canceled, thank God. Cade Peterson definitely on my list as well. Hopefully, I mean... Okerlund, Hazleton. I mean, yeah. There's a lot in that. It was team. a good year. You know who uh, I'm probably his favorite person, uh, Denver Cade. Yeah, after you ripped on his free throw percentage in a column. Well, I bet, that's what I you get for shooting you 41% for the season. <laughs> it's not good. All right, what was your favorite moment, Harrison? The moment of the entire year? Yes, <sighs> entire calendar year. Well, I have when he went and saw Solo. Yeah, and that was the best Solo Memorial Solo. Day weekend of my life. Um, since I'm guessing one of you is going to reference the Leland soccer team, probably you since you and I were at the game, uh, I'm going to go with t- 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 just seeing the Northwest Conference dominate basketball. Two girls teams making the Final Four, two boys teams making the finals, back-to-back weeks like that, two of them from Glen Lake. I mean, that was just a storyline you don't see ever, and the fact that they dominated both sides of it and looked like they belonged down there too. Uh, just so many cool moments for those teams and those players. I think that has to the, the finalists for our area for basketball have to define the, the best moment for me. James? Yeah, I'll take. I'll let you take Leland because I'm just gonna. I'm gonna assume that you guys can you switch when you're on. You were there. I mean, so I wasn't. Sweet. I wasn't Brett, there I'm for the Leland final. So. Don't take Leland. Right. Right. Yeah. Like Leland. Just, just leave him out. You're just gonna leave him out. <laughs> leave him hanging. Um, I, I, the 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 boys basketball finals. I think you know for me that you know it's just having two teams from down here, um, and both of their fan bases coming watching each other play and supporting the other teams too because they're both in the same conference. Um, that whole. That whole day was just, you know, or the whole weekend essentially with the Final Four games as well. It, it really was, was sucked that I didn't get to go. Go cover a board meeting. Damn, board I had meetings. To. What about you? <laughs> I bet it wasn't the 2018 boys basketball finals. It wasn't that, but it was the just last year's basketball season, both boys and girls, I would say. Uh, I enjoyed that the most. Literally, I mean, because that was my swan song. Not literal. It's not a literal swan song. A figurative <laughs> swan song uh, in in sports. Let's not transition uh, to sports couch. No, let's not do that. Uh, we were, we've we've already been on there for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I agree with Harrison and and James, and that the uh, the basketball season this past year was just incredible. I feel like the 
conclusion to the boys' track and field season was pretty exciting. I wish I could have been there in person to see Central's Cassidy Henshaw and West's Eric Labonte win state titles in the high jump and 100 meter respectively. But I saw both of them compete, and I mean it was. If it had been on TV, it was must watch. I think that was a pretty cool moment, especially for Traverse City having two kids bring back state championships. So you are going to leave Leland. So with nobody's us? saying Leland soccer. And of course, the only Leland team soccer that won a state winning a state championship. Well, Andrew's teammate won a state championship too. Oh yeah, yeah, the doubles. See, we're we're keeping out a lot of good state title runners here. We got a St. Francis kid in here, and they're getting no love. <laughs> they never do. And then we got more categories. So we, <laughs> we don't have to hit all of them. It was I was just typing ideas last night. Uh, well, let, let's just go with one more. Biggest surprise of 2018. Um, just because it's so recent, I, I got to say Kingsley football. I mean, to flip the script from a 1-8 and eight to an 8-1 and one regular season and to make the run where they looked like they had St. Francis on their heels early on in that second half of the regional game. Shout St. Francis. Andrew's not agreeing with you there. <laughs> Early stages, uh, I mean, compared to the first game where they just kind of got blown out and that was a big, uh, you know, growing growing point for Tim Moore's team. I mean, just what a turnaround from one year to the next. I, I just couldn't help but – Benzie Central, too, shout-out to them for having just resurgent seasons that really got the fan bases excited for football again. They did kind of have them going until Artie Dutmer's tackle. <laughs> Possibly a game-saver. <laughs> I'm Pro- serious. Probably. I don't know. We're it, was, 20. <laughs> it was 21-20 at the time. Kingsley was marching down the field. Fourth and one. Quarterback got the false start penalty. That's put him back another five yards. Forced that play, and then Dutmer is just hauling ass. Perfect tackle. To Lollapalooza? Yep. Hauling ass to Lollapalooza. Even though it's in August. That was my, that's my surprise of the year. Artie Dutmer's tackle. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. There you go. Going graves. Yeah. Are you holding the mic so you won't hit the table? I'm holding the mic because uh, I feel like it. Plan to drop it later? Yes. James, what's your surprise? (laughs) All right. James, what's your surprise of the year? That Brendan let this go. You know, just left us. Left us hanging. Biggest regret of my life. Leaving your baby. But you guys got Jake Atnip in return. <laughs> How do we feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> we love Jake. Like a, um, what do they call them, red-headed stepchildren? We adopted him. <laughs> you know, the ones that you'd rather keep in the shed than in the house. <laughs> but you got to let him in. Otherwise, DCFS. It is the holidays. Yeah. And you just just stay in the basement. Yeah, yeah Harrison kind of stole uh, my thunder a little early on that one. I, I, you asked me first. I know. Well, but I didn't know what you were going to say. But, yeah, Kingsley Kingsley's turnaround. I mean, I expected the Stags to be much more competitive than they had been either the last two years uh, with Tim going back. But I would have never thought 1-8 and eight to 8-1 eight and one and then, you know, district championship on top of it uh, that I, th- I think that's a pretty unanimous pick and probably why James decided to pick on Brendan <laughs> yeah <laughs> I remember I just, that was very nice he was like why did you leave us 
He's sad every yeah, week. Yeah, he could have said the team, but he said Brendan. Yeah, I, I just said biggest surprise of 2018. I didn't, uh, I, I wasn't How very great specific. Solo was. That's the biggest surprise. But you bought a house. And then I bought a condo. Yeah. Look at us moving Home up in the world. That I live in a one-bedroom apartment <laughs> that stays in a nice 55 degrees yep. during the wintertime. Barely enough room for my, not to hit my head on the ceiling when I jump. <laughs> I didn't buy much of anything. I bought a fridge. All right, time for the latest rendition of the Get Around Hall of Fame. We're going to try to wrap this up. James, who you got? Uh, I'm going to throw about uh, Jack Sherwin, Traverse City Central Basketball. Um, you know, he went head to head with uh, six foot ten uh, Darius Rucker, lead singer actually, of uh, actually, Hootie and the Blowfish. Huh? He's just a solo country artist now. Mars no, Lewis. they got back together. Oh, did they? Yep, Hootie really? is back with the Blowfish. Oh, cool. Sorry, Jack. Is it? I don't think. But he was. went head to head with a six ten guy from from yeah, Marquette. That guy was huge. And the Krasulis uh, or something like that. Yeah, Marius Krasulis. Yeah. And uh, he pretty much battled him to a standstill and then allowed the rest of Traverse City Central's team to, to make the difference in that game, including Tobin Schwanicky. I could be totally wrong, but I think that might be Jack's first 20-point game as a varsity basketball player. So he said that it is it really first, stood out to me. It's the first time he scored 20 points in a basketball game at any level. Okay. So I wasn't wrong. And you never will be ever again. Brendan, I am, up somebody? I'm going to make a nomination not knowing how to pronounce his last name. But Damian Ballon, or is it Ballon? No, I, I, you were right. It's Ballon. Ballon yeah. All right, Damian Ballon from uh, Traverse City West, a wrestler, went in 5-0 over the weekend at the Holland Invitational where the Titans went 3-2. and He also picked up his 100th career win. Uh, I'm going off our, our estimated picks here with uh, Grant Newhart, the freshman goalie for Traverse City Central, uh, kept the Titans out of the net for 59 minutes in that Central West game on uh, Wednesday night, and even then when he did let one in, it was when they were up 2 nothing after they got an empty netter again. So at that point, there wasn't a lot to lose, so maybe mentally he just kind of slipped a little bit as a freshman to keep your rival West in that big matchup with the place packed to, to keep his composure and keep those guys out of the net for a majority of that contest. I'm going Grand Newhart as my uh, nomination. All right, and I'm going to uh, put up Benzie Central's Abby Bretzky. She averaged 20 points and 8 rebounds and 2 victories. She also averaged 7 steals uh, in those two games, uh, both big wins. And I, I think the Huskies are undefeated at this point in the season, 3 or 4-0. In yeah, any case, a very strong well. start for Bretzky. Uh, I think one of probably one of our best players in the area uh, on the girls' side. So and also a, recently committed to Michigan Tech. All right. James, husky to Husky. James with the Golden Nuggets. Is that a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's Chinese. All right, James, James, who are you voting for? Worse. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Sherwin, just my guy. I saw That's the game I saw this week, the only Brandon. thing I covered. But right, I'm going to go with my guy. I'm going to go with Damien. Harrison. Grant. <laughs> Congratulations, all four of you have been. Now, Brett hasn't voted no. yet. No, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Ballin at West. That a boy. He's a... Uh, yeah, you are. He's been a standout for the Titans for a couple of years now, and 100 career wins, that's always a huge milestone mm-hmm. wrestling. So congrats to him. That'll be his second award this week because he got West's Athlete of the Week. There you go. As well. So what's he, what's he part of now? Damien, congratulations. Yeah, what, what, you are of? the latest inductee into the Get Around Hall of Fame. And what, what is that? The most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Oh, man, that's great. As long as they remember to write it on the piece of paper. That Hall of Fame brought to you by Jimmy John's. Two locations in Traverse City. 
Jimmy John's their freaks about fresh bread, meats, and veggies because that means better sandwiches for all. Freaky fresh, freaky fast, Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. All right, we're going to get in the trifecta and get out of here. I didn't come prepared with an idea, but Harrison's got one, so what are we doing? What What do you want if, you know, people always say, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want to open or unwrap or take in on Christmas morning? All right, I'll start. All right, yeah, your Everybody idea is right, first. All right, okay. Is this like what you wanted when you were a kid? No, what you'd want or now. What you want now. Okay. Yeah, but money is no object, but don't wish for, you know, a yacht or World something. Peace. Yeah. Cure for cancer. Obnoxious. Pick something that's tangible. Okay, we should believe that's believable that somebody could get you. Greedy. Yeah. Um, what? No, I think I complained on one of the podcasts that I don't play video games anymore. But when I saw PS Two for two hundred on Black Friday, I was like, I really want that. Then of course they were PS Two, PS Four on Black Friday. I really wanted that for two hundred bucks. Like that's a pretty good deal. We were talking about that the other night. Do you have a PS4, Andrew? Xbox One kind of guy. Okay, so he's Xbox, but, you know, we ride and die with our own teams, our own colors. Uh, PS4 with the new Spider-Man game. Love that movie, by the way. Um, into the Spider-Verse? Into the Spider-Verse. Classic. So I would I would want that bundled $200 PS4. Then I wouldn't have to stress over if I should buy it for myself or not. Somebody would just give it to me. All right, I'm going to go with something that costs a little more than an Xbox, but... PS4. It's what, it's what I would really want, is I want to walk outside and just have a boat be sitting in my driveway. It doesn't have to be a yacht. Just, it can't be, yeah. You know, been living here four years now, and every summer it's like, gosh, I really need a boat. You do. You want to go halvesies or triples or whatever on a... Whatever it takes. I just want a boat so we can get out on the water. You want a timeshare boat is what you want. I mean, I don't want it to be a timeshare. I just want someone to give me a boat for Christmas, and then I don't have to share it if I don't want to. <laughs> I also want a boat. That is my answer as well. I have wanted a sailboat for a very, very, very long time. Oh, so it's a totally different kind of boat. Yeah. I don't want anything with yeah, sails. Sailboat, speedboat. Okay, yeah. no, give me a sailboat. James, assigned disturbed CD. James wants a motorboat. <laughs> uh, it would be nice to have a, uh, a letter underneath the uh, Christmas tree from my bank saying that my mortgage has been mysteriously paid off by an anonymous benefactor. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, it's going okay. way off my tangible, believable gift, but yeah, sure. I should have went with that because I would have had way more than what the boat I want costs. Then you can afford the boat pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. Then I can buy 12 PS4s. So James was way smarter about this. <laughs> All right, that concludes episode 62 sure of the does. Get Around Podcast brought to you by Jimmy John. We thank our Audible viewers so Happy much holidays, everybody. For joining us, yes. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and... This is the final episode of the Get Around until 2019. We're going to be off for two weeks. So enjoy the break. Or go to listen to archives. They're all gold. There you go. Powdered donuts. Headphones and powdered sugar donuts. That's Brennan's favorite. It is. It is. Wasn't that just a B-side? Like a five-minute it yeah. But it's still the best. All right. Happy New Year, y'all. Have a good one.